Don't look back because the market is closed. Good Friday to everyone. Kip Harridge here with the Daily Fury Investing Podcast. Hope everybody had a good day today. Hope you had a good week. You know, at least we finished the week on a really good note. This would have been a, a pretty awful weekend with the stretch we've had here going into uh, official bear market. We we fell 20% in SP 100, and now people are saying, no, we didn't close there. So I, I don't, you know, those, all those, all those labels really don't mean anything. Here's the reality. Most stocks are down 50% plus. A whole lot of stocks are down 60 to 70%, okay? That's a, that's a serious bear market. I don't care. I don't care what kind of metrics you want to run. We've been through a tough bear market. And man, look at this pattern. You know, this pattern we've had of brutal bear markets from uh, the, the meltdown in Q4 of 2018 when the Fed was jacking the rates eight straight times. Of course, Trump became president, so they had to scream rates higher to get Trump. Um, then uh, 20, uh, coronavirus insanity, of course, 37% meltdown in five weeks. And now this, you know, they're happening faster and they seem to be more brutally painful. Uh, and, and they just take everybody with it. And uh, that never happened before. You know, we'd have a bear market and then we'd have a five-year bull market, right? And, and now the bear markets happen fast. But at least maybe, maybe that's the point, right? Maybe we get it over with because everything does happen faster now. But it's just different. It's a very different kind of market. I've said it before. I'll say it again. I would fault no one for wanting nothing to do with the stock market. Nothing. And for that matter, the bond market. The bond market is down 25% this year. There's been really no safety anywhere. It's, it's been a bear market for everything, unless you're in real estate and, and real assets. You know, again, even gold is down now in the year. So um, silver so down 24 25%. Uh, it's it's a lack of liquidity, folks. It's the lack of liquidity, and that's all the Federal Reserve's doing. That's quantitative easing. It's crowded everything out. Government spending. I know the Fed's not government. Just there, you know, it's, it's it's federal as Federal Express is, but government spending, government functions, crowd out everything else, and poison everything else. And that's what's happened here. Uh, liquidity now. If the Fed doesn't have quantitative easing going. There's no liquidity. And the scary part, again, is that even though we had a great bear market rally today, the Fed don't want even start quantitative tightening for another what, three weeks. <laughs> so they haven't even sold a penny's worth of the $9 trillion balance sheet they have. And we've had this kind of carnage in the markets. If the Fed believes, there's no way Jay Powell believes this. There's zero chance that Jay Powell believes they can sell $3 trillion worth of government debt on the Fed's balance sheet that they carry as assets, which is a joke in and of itself. They print the money and then buy government debt with it. So what does it cost to print a trillion dollars? I don't know, 10 bucks or something? The digital digital swap? And then they, they put it on the balance sheet as an asset. I mean, that's, that's, that's counterfeiting. That's what that is. And they're able to do it. But if j believes they're going to sell $3 trillion uh, in this market, who's going to buy that? You wonder why, why rates are screaming? The bond market's telling you, yeah, you want us to buy your debt? You want us to buy your debt? You're going to pay us a lot higher yield than you were paying before when you were paying us uh, a half to 1%. No, no, no. You're going to pay us a lot more. That's the reality of what's happening here. They can use inflation as a smokescreen all they want to. You know, as far as I'm concerned, maybe that's behind. You know, there's always another game going on, right? They're always gaming the system. That's because the CIA runs all these programs. Anyway, that's another another story for another day. But the lack of liquidity, folks, is uh, if we don't have quantitative easing, it's not an investable market. 
That means we're very close. To, it, it, we may be there now to our markets being completely uninvestable. And I've never said those words before. I've said it about China. I've said it about Japan. Again, the Japanese market's dominated by quantitative easing, bond and equity, bonds and stocks. And now our market's that way as well. But it's the new normal, and, uh, and it is what it is. So we have to deal with it. But the Federal Reserve should just be honest. So you know what? This is, our, this is the new normal. We're going to have quantitative easing forever. Yeah, our balance sheet's $9 trillion now. Guess what? It'll be $100 trillion in, I don't know, 30 years. And uh, maybe then we can deal with it, right? But stop, manip- stop manipulating gold lower to make your schemes work. That would, be, that would be my one demand if I was put in charge for a day. Uh, because that's what's happening here. Gold should be four, four or $5,000 an ounce now on the low side. Silver should be $100 and some dollars on the low side. But again, we, we don't have an honest form of monetary system anymore, do we? And again, the markets know all this. The markets are smarter than even the Federal Reserve. The markets know all of this. All right, we, but let's, let's deal with it. I don't want to get out too negative today. Look, markets have sucked. We've been waiting for a really good bear market rally. We have one now. Let's talk about that and on a good note today. Dow Jones finishing up. This is a really good game today. A good smart running hour, by the way, as well, which you want to see. Dow Jones up 466 uh, today, up 1.5%, back to 32,196. And that was the loser on the day, all right? Uh, right above the Dow was SP 100, up a big 2.4%, up 93 points. Uh, then Rust 2000, up 3%. Small caps are acting better. They they just had been, and you know we've said it for a while. But they when we rally, they tend to want to lead. And I think there's a ton of value there. Again, back if we can get back into a normal kind of a market, uh, if that's possible even these days. And uh, finally, in Nasdaq, our leader uh, again. This is what you want to see if you're bullish. Nasdaq today finishing up uh, what is that? Uh, 100, uh, 434 points up 3.8 percent today, back to 11,800. Uh, and again, make this point. You know, we love, if you've listened to us very long, you've heard us say this about a million times, and we keep saying it because we don't hear a lot of people saying it, which is kind of weird because it's so true, right? It's just, it's, it's an observation that really stands the test of time in this new world we live in where tech leads, because tech does lead. If we're going higher, the semis are leading. Well, guess what? Today, the semiconductors, SMH, up 5.4% today, right? That's a big move in one day. Again, NASDAQ up 3.8%. So this was a textbook move higher. The question is, is it a bear market rally? And it probably is. It, it, it almost certainly is. But we'll enjoy it while we have it. It started yesterday when my son, when Tyler called me up and said, Hey, Dad, have you checked the fear and greed index recently? And I hadn't. I hadn't checked it till like Monday. And it was like a 20-something on Monday, you know? And I think I made I made the point on a podcast uh, about a week ago. I said once we get the fear of green index back to five or ten, you know, we, we can we can start backing up the truck buying again. <laughs> well, and Tyler reminded me yesterday because we'll check it because it's a six, and so right then, you know, we we're like riding and tw- and not tweeting and uh, truthing and gittering, whatever you call that. Uh, it's a, a fear of green index of six, back up the truck, and that's that's the way we've handled this here. Uh, going pretty aggressively long here for our options program, and and uh, you know we we're always buying our our top stocks here in the in the VRE portfolio because they're good companies. Um, but anytime you get the fear of green index down here, it, it's a buy. You know, I just remind you, 
we had a two, a reading of two on the Fear Green Index back in 2018, and that uh, meltdown into Christmas. It hit two. That was the bottom. It also hit two again at the depths of coronavirus insanity on March 23rd, 2020. That was the buy. The market doubled from there within a year. So six, that's right there. It's not a two, but man, it's not far from it, is it? Uh, Tyler, I think, said it's doubled today. It's back to 12. So it's still, we're still extreme fear. Uh, but today was a good day. We're certainly going to enjoy that. And I, I tell you, everybody's so bearish. I, 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 I can't find a bull. I, I can't. Can you? Can you find anybody's bullish? I can't. There's a couple people, the perma bulls, you know. I always like to make fun of perma bears, but perma bulls are just as bad. You can't just always say we're in a bull market. You just can't. And that's not honest. And that's not that's not how you make money. Is how you get that's how you get your head handed to you. But I can't find anybody that's bullish. And as a contrarian, that means you must be bullish. At least for now. I think this extends into next week. I like this close today. Uh, I think we get to people buying over the weekend, meaning uh, making changes to 401k. You know what? The, the lows could be in place, and they may be. You know, the lows could be in place here. Uh, I'd like to see capitulation, and I'd like to see a, uh, that or a double bottom. That'd be my preference. And uh, we'll see what happens there. But for now, we'll enjoy this move higher. Um, okay, and also, by the way, I saw some very interesting things today uh, that tell us this, in fact, could be a bottom. Uh, the uh, internals. Okay, not only did the Fear and Greed Index close, uh, hit a six yesterday, but today, listen to these internals. These are, these are like bottoms. NYSE up volume today finished at 91%. That, according to Lowry's, the technical guidebook for these things, I'm no expert, by the way, but I, I know what to look for. Lowry says that when you have a minus 90% downside volume day, and we had two of those in the last week, brutal. When you have a 90% up volume day, it negates the negative. So that's cleared now. That's, that's in our rearview mirror. Based on Lowry's, this is a buy signal. Again, we'll see, what it, we'll see how long that lasts, right? NASDAQ up volume, 88%. That's the highest I can remember NASDAQ in a while. Again, it's been so destroyed, so beaten up, right? NASDAQ down 31% at the lows. Uh, semis down 34% at the lows. And, of course, so many NASDAQ stocks, the Kathy Wood names, the, the Jim Cramer names, down 70 80% plus. Brutal. The, uh, the Nazi Jim Cramer. But it's good to see internals. You know, I, I will say, though, the volume, great, right? Volume's great. So what happened? Why, why didn't that transfer over to uh, advanced decline? NASDAQ advanced decline was only 3 to 1 positive. How, how is that possible? After the way it's been beaten up, that that's not encouraging. I mean, it's, and three to one is not bad. Don't get me wrong, but after the what's happened, this should have been six to one, seven to one, and that's where NYSE volume was, advanced client was. For some reason, it didn't transfer to Nasdaq. Don't understand it. Probably the SPACs inside there. But and also again, we get another bizarre reading from new fifty-two highs to lows. Twenty-five stocks hit a new fifty-two week high. To 598, no, I'm sorry, 518, hitting a new 52-week low. How is that possible? We opened up, what, 300 points higher and kind of never looked back. How did 518 stocks hit a new 52-week low today? I do not understand that. I think, 
unfortunately, I think it probably tells us this is a bear market rally. But again, we're going to take it one day at a time. Uh, the signs to look for, the VIX. Uh, the VIX, you know, it, it, it fell 9% today. I think it goes lower. But it's still got a pattern of higher lows, higher highs, going back four or five months. Uh, it still points to 50 if it's going to complete that channel to the upside. And, of course, the 10-year. Again, the market knows what the Fed wants to do. And the, I'm telling you straight up, the market's saying, you want to sell us your junk government bonds, Fed? You want to sell us three trillion of them? You're going to do it at a 4% yield or maybe a 5% yield. But we, we're not going to buy it at one or two. And again, no one talks about that on television. I wonder why that is, huh? It's like telling the truth about the Federal Reserve. Having an economist that has the courage to come out and speak the truth about what inflation really is. It's always money printing. It's never anything. It's always money printing. But again, they like going on TV. They want to be invited back. They like going to the black tie dinners. And they all have a dream that one day they may be a Fed governor. Or even a Federal Reserve chairman like the rock star Jay Powell. All right, uh, in our uh, sector watch today, a good day here. All 11 sectors finished higher on the day. Led to the upside by consumer discretionary at 4%. Again, that group's been battered. Uh, uh, technology up 3.5%. Energy, uh, good move higher. Oil strong today, up 3.5%. Again, all 11 higher. Uh, in our commodity watch today, uh, again, gold. I, I just It's hard for me to talk about it because it's so manipulated. It's very frustrating, but at least it has been a store of value. It has been that. I mean, certainly compared to anything else, certainly compared to Bitcoin. Gold, down $16 an ounce today, eighteen oh eight. Uh, every time I think it's the bottom, it's got a new low. I, I just know that mining stocks have never been cheaper and that that's going to pay dividends. It's frustrating in the meantime, but if you own good mining stocks, because very few of these companies have a lot of debt, right? Uh, especially the gold miners that have great prospects. And they've got really good balance sheets. By and large, most have pretty good management teams. And they've learned the lessons from the back in the day of uh, not over leveraging the company and not not uh, not hedging yourself too much. So you don't you don't have to take advantage of the of move higher in gold and silver when it comes. But again, they're they're trading at fifty percent discounts to a free cash flow multiple. So this group remains very cheap, as do energy stocks still. Uh, silver up uh, twenty seven cents an ounce at twenty one oh five. Copper up uh, six cents a pound at four sixteen a pound. I believe what we're looking at here, and I've said this a couple times, yeah, bear markets happen, okay? They just do, and it doesn't, it doesn't really signify anything except stocks go lower. It's just that's the reality. And you go through periods of euphoria, and then you go through periods of depressions and in, in, in equities, and that's what we're going through. But I remind everybody that the period that we're in now, Tyler and I believe this is the period most similar to the dot-com melt-up of 95 to 2000, Okay. A lot of reasons for that. Our new book is coming out soon. You'll be able to read those reasons. But at the end of the day, know this. In the last 18 months of that move higher, matter of fact, it was the most explosive move higher at the end of dot-com. NASDAQ rose over 200% in 18 months. Just before that happened, there was a bear market, a brutal bear market that just sounds just like this one. Listen to this. In, a, in less than four months, NASDAQ dropped 31%. NASDAQ just fell 31%. In short order. And then it was over. It was over. And everybody, I, I know, everybody I knew was shaken out. You know, they were shaken out. I was still fairly young in the business. Didn't own a lot of tech, tech names or anything like that. 
But uh, the dot-com names, everybody was shaken out. Everybody thought it was over. It was a brutal bear market. Everything just went down for four months. Well, look, look at today. Everyone's been shaken out. All the hedge funds, money managers, right? Japan, Europe, and the U.S. Forced liquidations, which is why the NASDAQ just went through the selling pressure it did. This thing could come roaring back. Roaring back. And all these names that got destroyed. There's some great value here. And this is something we're taking a look at now. Individual names that should be owned. That are down 80% plus. Okay? Um... Oh, rest of the commodity watch. Uh, oil today, again, good move higher today. Oil up 432 a barrel. It just won't stop. $110.45 a barrel. And uh, finally, Bitcoin relief rally. I think that's all you can say it is at this point until there's more evidence. Still a lot of speculation and concern. What's happening with stable coins, uh, rightly so. Uh, and the Coinbase story really freaked a lot of people out. Bitcoin up 1200 right now at 29929 uh, We think it's got a... It, gravity is taking over here. And uh, just like... You know, we said there was a, a magnet uh, on, on uh, SP of 100 down to 20% bear market. Um, that happened. I think there's a magnet on Bitcoin that's going to take it below key support levels here. And more, more you know, like below 20 uh, to get a real capitulation. We need people that are bearish. And they just don't exist. You just can't find any any leaders in the crypto space that say, we're, 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 we're in a bear market. It's going to last three years. If we started hearing people say that, I'd be more optimistic. They're not, you can't find them. That's a concern. By the way, before it's over, we'll hear a lot of people saying that. That's just my, that's just my, uh, my, my belief. All right, folks, that's it for today. We'll find out next week if it's a bear market rally or not. Again, I do expect this to move higher to continue. Today was a very good day. Great internals. The lows could be in place. I think you can hear more people saying that next week. And then we'll find out if we have a retest. Or even, even hit the uh, fresh new lows. All right, folks. Again, hope you had a great week. Always appreciate you listening. Have a great weekend. We'll see you back here Monday at the close. And this call is a wrap.